the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yes, indeed. Are y'all sitting around thanking the good Lord tonight, watching and waiting of the live coverage for the return of Brittany Griner? Is that what y'all are doing right now? If you are, give me a call and tell me how excited you are that Brittany Griner is being returned to the United States of America and how glad you are that the merchant of death was coughed up in order to get the safe return of this iconic black woman, as Van Jones referred to her today. There's been a lot of controversy about speaking out about the color of her skin and and her sexuality, which were all integral to this trade today. 888-344-1170. I want to hear your thoughts on this trade. Are you, are you happy about it? Because if you don't say, if you tweet anything negative about it and you don't follow up with, uh, well, uh, well uh, first, I'm really glad she's coming home. I just want Waylon to come home. Where are you at with this? Because to me, this is about one of the worst things that I think I've, I've ever witnessed. 888-344-1170. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about the national security implications from this with John Guandolo from understanding the threat. Before I go any further, I've got to bring in my brother. It's, one, it's the one and only DJ Potato Skins. These woke, high IQ, stupid people, they're easy to recognize. They hate George Washington. <laughs> they hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate... DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, that's how you know you're doing something right when they hate you. Yeah. Um, do you include... Do you think of Brittany Griner in that um, the high IQ stupid people that hate George Washington? See, I think I she... I don't know if she eats kale or not. Well, you know, I think she, she hates George Washington. She hates this country. But I wouldn't put her in the high IQ category. And we're supposed to be watching with bated breath the the stock the uh, pool I guess uh, footage the the pool reporters uh, live shot of San Antonio waiting for the return like she's a Vietnam War uh, prisoner of war for, who was holed up at the Hanoi Hilton that's being returned to us this is absolutely outrageous let's recap ugly American ugly entitled American ugly entitled anti American American doesn't bother because she feels so entitled to check the laws of a hostile country that's in the middle of a war right now with another country that we're funding to the tune of $50 billion. She doesn't bother 
to check the laws of that hostile country. You know, the one that we've been hearing about from for what, five, six, seven years from the Democrat Party is the worst of the worst. Putin, right? Why would anybody even go there after what the Democrat Party has been saying about Russia and how they're and, and oh, but I guess it's because Trump is supposed to be Putin's puppet, right? Uh, yeah, we know who, who Putin's puppet was today, right? But anyway, back to recapping the story. Ugly, entitled, anti-American American doesn't bother to check the laws of the hostile country she goes to, gets busted the, a, a, as a pothead. So now she's, she's an anti-American punk and also a pothead. She gets convicted of a crime for which she admitted because there's no denying she committed a crime over there and then immediately begins expecting the country that she hates to rescue her. And then the occupant of the White House who was installed like a roll of toilet paper did in fact do that, coughing up one of the world's worst terrorists in the form of an arms dealer to get her back. And then a U.S. Marine is tossed aside like used toilet paper in the process. I think I summarized it quite nicely. Don't you think so, Skins? Really? You did. Except here's how Corrine Jean-Pierre characterized it today. Uh, She characterized the release as Brittany Griner representing the best of America. Clip three. Good afternoon, everybody. President Biden keeps his promises. And today he fulfilled (laughs) a deeply important promise to bring Brittany Griner home to a family that loves her, a team that misses her, and a country that has marveled at her strength and courage. Brittany's safe return home is the product of months and months of painstaking negotiations that were the culmination of extraordinary efforts across the U.S. government. Officials from the White House, the State Department, and across the administration worked tirelessly and relentlessly to see this moment through. As the Secretary of State said publicly in July, we have been engaging in intense negotiations with Russia, pursuing many different avenues over the course of last six months to secure Brittany's release. And we know Brittany fought tirelessly too. Throughout her ordeal, we saw Brittany, a two-time Olympic gold medalist for Team USA, demonstrate strength, courage and dignity. As the president said this morning, she represents the best of America. Wow. Um, A country that has marveled at her courage and her strength. I've marveled, marveled at the gall of this woman who took a knee and disrespected this country. In, 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 in the way I, I, figuratively spitting in the face of this country, then suddenly pretending that she, she loves America so that she can have the weight of the U.S. government come and rescue her. Let's talk a little bit about the negotiations. John Guandola will be here a little bit later. Uh, the, the excuse by, of course, you, you, she didn't mention Waylon there at all. She says they worked tirelessly for months to get Brittany Griner home. Yeah, they did. Didn't care about Paul Waylon. That's, that's quite clear, right? He, it, Brittany, and, and it's because Brit, Brittany Griner doesn't represent the best of America. What she does represent is the left. She's the poster child for the left today because the left's number one agenda in this country right now is pushing the LBGTQ agenda. Number one. And that's who Brittany Griner represents. When it comes to the negotiations, do you think Russia knew that? 
their story today, the excuse today from the Biden administration is that um, it was one or none. Couldn't give both of them up for for the merchant of death. Then the, the Biden administration need to say none, needed to say none. Brittany Griner committed a crime over there. Paul Whelan didn't. And he's a U.S. Marine. And if it's going to be one or none, then you say, I'm leaving Brittany Griner and I'm bringing home the U.S. Marine. What, what kind of message are we saying as the United States of America? First of all, I don't want to hear another word from anybody talking about Trump being Putin's puppet. Okay, we know who Putin's puppet is here. And it's Joe Biden. And I think that Russia knew exactly, by the way, which one it needed to be, because Russia's really happy right now that the one that got released wasn't the Marine. Russia's really happy right now to contribute to the destruction of the United States by sending back this uh, uh, this woman of color who's LBGTQ because Russia knows they knows how how is America going to go down through this cultural Marxist movement. They couldn't be there could not have been a bigger win for Russia today than to get back the merchant of death and participate in the destruction of America by the left continuing to, and it, with the with the assistance of the Republican Party. And we're going to get into that in a minute with Ted Harvey here. And at the same time that the left is celebrating today, by the way, how important it was for Brittany Griner to get released because she's black, because she's a black woman, and because she's a black woman who's a lesbian, at the same time that's happening, if anybody mentioned today that the reason why she was released was, had to do with her skin color, then the left gets mad. See, they want to celebrate it. Because they want to continue to say on a couple of reasons. Number one, they want to say they want to assert that Brittany Griner had to be released because she's a lesbian and that made things unsafe for her over there, even though she's six, eight. I mean, what, you know, what woman in a prison over there could take her on? Right. But also because this is about that. This is about trying to trying to push on us. We're now all supposed to be emotionally manipulated. We're all Americans. We're all supposed to be at bated breath to see this American return home. Let me tell you, if she has half the sense God gave a donut, she'll get off that plane in San Antonio tonight, kiss the ground of the United States of America, looked for a flag somewhere and put her hand over her heart. But I don't expect that to be the case today. Do you skins? Do you expect her to do that? No. There was a football player from Dallas who tweeted out he didn't like this trade, said it was a horrible trade. Sport. And by the way, somebody said, the worst sports trade ever. <laughs> worst. Think, what would be a good analogy of a sport? It would be like somebody trading Tom Brady for, um, uh, I don't know, that, that quarterback kid out of the Texas Longhorns who crashed and burned, you know, and like two games in, right? I don't know. Think, I, I, it's been a, I can't think of a good sports analogy. Um, this could possibly have some grave implications for us from a national security standpoint. And we're going to talk to John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat about that a little bit later. Um, We're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Ted Harvey about this. Because if we understand that what this is about specifically was about the Democrats using her and exploiting the situation to bring her back as a continuation of the the left's number one priority in this country, which is LBGTQ agenda. we got to also think about what happened today with the Republican Party, 39 of them voting against our religious freedoms and religious protections in this country. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. In a moment, we're going to speak to Ted Harvey, former Colorado State Senator and current chairman of the committee to defeat the president at StopJoe.com. Don't y'all love, love, love the sound of that? He's going to be here in a moment. But quickly, we're going to go to the phones and we're going to talk to Ben from San Diego who wants to weigh in. I'm curious to see what Ben has to say about Brittany Griner. Is he waiting with bated breath to see her return to San Antonio? Hi, Ben. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. I love your show. Yeah, I'll keep it brief. So, look, first of all, I think they had this plan before the midterms, and they were just waiting to spring it until mm-hmm. the votes were cast. And second, as a veteran, I consider uh, Joseph Biden to be an enemy of the United States, our country, our Constitution. Frankly, I hope any good patriots out there will arrest him at this point. He just released a dem- an international terrorist. That should be an act of terrorism. He aided and abetted terrorism today. He should be arrested. Excellent point, uh, that's Ben. All I, that's all I have to say about that. Thank you. keep it brief because I know you have a guest. Thank you. Thanks for calling. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, um, yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking about Peru today, and we're, and we're going to talk about the, uh, the national security implications of this with John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat in our next segment. But I was thinking today, briefly, I'll say this, about Peru, right, where the, the, the president down there got arrested because he tried to shut down Congress. He basically went full dictator mode, right? And I was thinking, huh, I don't know, I don't know Peru. Probably can't find him on a map. Um, but I kind of like the idea that when a president goes whatever the truth is in Peru. I kind of like the idea that if a president goes rogue, the country might actually hold him accountable for it, right? I don't know if this is something where Joe Biden could be arrested for, but certainly I think he should be impeached. But don't hold out any hope that the Republican Party is going to do it because they haven't seemed to have have, have any uh, plan to do anything but give the Democrats everything that they want, including 39 of them today voting for the, quote, Defense of Marriage Act. Here to discuss this and more is Ted Hart. RV, former Colorado State Senator and current chairman of the committee to defeat the president at StopJoe.com. Hey, Ted Harvey, glad to have you on my show tonight. Good evening. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, for those of you, you guys might remember, it's been a little while now, but Ted and I were on Newsmax every Wednesday morning on a panel. And then slowly, I think they kind of got rid of the two of us because we were kind of we were kind of the hardcore MAGA conservative, uh, the panel. <laughs> and you know, um, I used to be on Fox about once a week, too, and they kind of uh, <laughs> pushed me off of Fox as well. <laughs> so glad to have you. Now we can do our whole we can be as hardcore conservative as we want to be because it's my show tonight Ted Harvey um, before Amen. I get your yeah before I get your take on this defense of marriage act that Republicans signed on for which is which is an attack on religious freedoms I want I do want to get your perspective I'm not going to spend the whole show on this tonight listeners I promise but I got to get your take on this this uh, Brittany Griner trade today well I think it's uh, outrageous that we left a marine behind it's not the first time that the president of the United States has mm-hmm. uh, abandoned marines to our enemies, and um, he did it once again today. And, in, it, you know, the problem was he didn't hate America. If he hated America, he probably would have gotten a get-out-of-jail-free card like the basketball player did because she is uh, she checks all the ba- boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she does drugs, she's lesbian, and she hates America. So for Democrats, that checks all the boxes, and they're going to go out of their way to protect their woke uh, – brothers and sisters out there and that's what we saw today is leave the leave the marines behind and and mm-hmm. and protect the woke 
Yeah, and uh, let's, I think we should remind everybody, um, there was a list that uh, Scott Pressler put out there, and I'm not sure this is the entire list, but President Trump freed three students from China. He didn't trade a Russian arms dealer. President Trump freed three Americans from North Korea, and actually, I'm not sure if uh, Scott Pressler was including the fact that it was Trump who brought Otto Warmbier back to his family. It was too late, because by the time he got Otto Warmbier back, he had been pretty much destroyed uh, during the Obama administration. Uh, President Trump freed Aya Hijazi and her husband from Egypt. I think this is the short list. And of course, it was not President Trump who left $80 billion of our equipment back with the Taliban and orchestrated an event that lost 13 uh, U.S. Uh, military lives in the Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, Got to move on, though, because one of the things I said at the open is that this was a major win for for Putin, not just in getting the arms dealer back, but the fact that the one person that they out of the two, um, this aids Putin with the fact that the one that got released was the woman of color who's a lesbian. The LBGT agenda is the number one item for the Democrats because they know and Putin knows that this cultural Marxist movement we have going on, the destruction of our culture, the destruction of our Judeo. Christian principles and values is how the communists are going to take us over from within. And Ted Harvey, I, I've been asking the question and got into a kind of an argument with a dear friend of mine last night who used to run the Republican Party here that, you know, you know, the Republicans have done nothing to fight the culture war. And today they aided it with voting in for this this so-called Defense of Marriage Act, I'd like to pick your brain on how you think going forward, we conservatives can take our party back and take our country back when we have a Republican Party that's doing nothing to fight this culture war, which is destroying us. Well, it is ironic that they call it the defense of marriage. It has nothing to do with marriage. It is the attack on people of faith. Mm-hmm. And the, um, I, I hope that God-fearing patriots across the country will take names of the Republicans that voted for this bill, either in the House or in the Senate, and remember that the next time they are on the ballot. And I hope that we field strong, conservative, America-first candidates that will primary these guys and throw them out of office. Because if, if, the, if the church does not get out of the pews and get involved in politics, yeah. Um, we are going to lose this country. We're, we're losing our culture right before our very eyes. But if, if the church doesn't get out of the pews, we're going to lose, lose our country. And I blame a lot of this, if not most of this, on the church. And I can't tell you how many millions of Christians are not participating in the election process because they, you know, they, they believe they've been taught in the, from the pulpit that Christians are supposed to save souls and not to be involved in the civic society in which we live in. And, and that's why our country's falling off the cliff. And so we need to hold these Republicans accountable that voted against, um, one, marriage, but two, uh, uh, for uh, religious persecution. Because I, I come from Colorado, and I don't know if you've been following what's been going on in the Supreme Court this week, but uh, Lori Smith, yep. who is a good friend of mine, who does all of my websites, all of my... I did uh, not know that. I've, we've talked quite a bit here about Lori Smith. I didn't know she was your website designer. She's my website designer for all of my campaigns that I run here in Colorado and all of the literature that I print here in Colorado. She's an incredible graphics designer. And um, she has a case before the Supreme Court because the state of Colorado is wanting to tell her that she has to do websites for same-sex marriages and things like that, and she won't do it. 
and um, she's being prosecuted and persecuted all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And imagine now, after this bill passes today and is signed by Biden, what the implication of that will be for like-minded artists, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them, business owners all across the country who want to go up against something that they disagree with, whether it's on a religious perspective or any perspective, they're going to be persecuted from the the radical left because the Republicans set the table for it. Yeah, we're talking to Ted Harvey, former Colorado state senator and current chairman of the committee to defeat the president at StopJoe.com. And, you know, I'm glad you brought this up because um, one of the things I've talked about here is how how disappointing it is to me. The Jack Phillips, the Jack Phillips case was was um, ruled on the basis of art, artist, artistry and artistic expression. And the same thing here and stuff of the Supreme Court looking at these cases as cases of religious expression and religious freedom. Who is fighting for our religious freedoms in this country today? It should be the Supreme Court because it should be that we've got now, everybody talks about how we've got the most conservative Supreme Supreme Court ever. The left is hysterical about it. Um, but yet they're not hearing these cases on the basis for what they are. Religious freedom. I, I do like the free expression because Lori Smith talks about the fact that if, if I can be forced to to be compelled to speak words that don't match my belief system, then, hey, gay people, you should think about this because you might have a sign company or whatever, and and somebody, a church can come in and make you create a sign that says homosexuality is a sin. But ultimately, I think if we these cases were being heard on religious freedom, then we might not be, we, we might have greater protections going forward from things like the religious, the quote, defend a defense of marriage act. Um, I mean, how do you see all this playing out? I'm not an attorney, so I don't, I'm not one to say what's the best route to go, but I know that in Jack Phillips's case, there was a lot of argument about whether we should do this as a religious freedom situation. And, and in the end, it became, you know, the argument that you just stressed that it was his, uh, you can't force an artist to do something that violates their um, beliefs. And, and, you know, they, they won that case. It got went back to the state of Colorado. He then was asked to um, do a celebration of somebody's uh, gender transition. Yep. And he would he wouldn't do that. And now he's going back through the court process because they set him up for that. Um, and in Lori's situation, it was a prime, you know, a, a I would call it a divine situation that um, Donald Trump appointed these three solid conservative textualist judges to the Supreme Court at a time when Lori's case would be immediately bringing back up this whole issue before the Supreme Court. And I think she's going to win. And it's going to protect Christians and all people of faith, not just Christians, but all people of faith across the country that um, don't want to push this radical agenda. Our, Our society most, every society since the beginning of mankind has been built on church and on family. And what is going on in this country right now and across the world is a direct attack on both mm-hmm. the family and on faith. And it's the LGBTQ expialidocious effort <laughs> that, is, that is doing everything they can to um, silence us and tell us that we can only exercise our faith in our houses with our families. We can't do it out on the public square. And 
Uh, and it's even worse than that, though. The day that I die. Yeah, it's even worse than that. We've only got about a minute left, Ted Harvey, because where where this because it's gone pretty much unabated. We now have teachers. I mean, the the porn, the pedophilia, um, the the transing of children um, in this country is out of control. And because the Republican Party and and we're gonna, I'm going to need to be continuing to do series of discussions on this because. Quite frankly, the Republican Party's not do the reason why we're here. The reason why we've got children being put on puberty blockers and being generally mutilated is because the Republican Party has kind of allowed the left to just push and push and push and push and push. And when they've had no resistance, here we are. And how do we get our culture back, Ted Harvey? Because you know all the Republican Party wants to do is talk about taxation and regulation. They don't want to, and, and they capitulate. They continue to capitulate, and then here we are, and our country. Country is our country is going, and I don't really know at this point. I, I think we can probably agree that one the first step is to get rid of Ronna McDaniel. Then we got to get rid of of Kevin McCarthy, and we got to get rid of of Mitch McConnell. But in the meantime, every day that goes by. Um, where our, our, our culture is being lost more and more and more and more. And I'm, I'm fearful that we're going to be able to get it back. I think you're right, though, that the key to this and taking this country back is the Christians, and they've been inactive, like the 700,000 of people that stayed home in Georgia and didn't vote. I'm going to let you wrap us up with 30 seconds in terms of steps that you think that we should take as citizens, as voters, and, and MAGA conservatives in this country. Well, just that. I think we've got to get off the couches. We've got to get out of the pews and we've got to start fighting for our country and for our families, for our kids and grandkids. And uh, like you said, there were 700 plus voter thousand voters that didn't vote in the special election. And the reason why we're in the minority is not because the Democrats cheated. It's because we Mm -hmm. did not get out and vote. And if we're going to save our country, it's going the Republican Party is you and me. The Republican right. Party is the expression of who actually votes for these people. Good and point. so if we want to take our country back, we've got to get out there and we've got to vote in God-fearing America First patriots to, to the, the, the legislatures, to the school boards, to Congress, and to the RNC. And so I, I just implore every conservative out there, get your friends and family, get out there and vote, and take back our party and our country. Ted Harvey, thank you for being here. The website is stopjoe.com. Got to have you back soon, my dear. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Appreciate it. God bless. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right. Stay tuned. John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat is going to be here to help you understand the threat of the merchant of death being released in exchange for Brittany Griner. Don't go away. He comes up next. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Joining us in a moment, as I've been telling you guys, is John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat that's going to help us understand tonight what the national security implications are for the merchant of death being released and unleashed back on the world in exchange for Brittany Griner. Before you hear from John Guandolo, I want you to hear from Paul Whelan himself and what he had to say today upon uh, the release of Brittany Griner. Skins, please play clip two. I have to say I'm greatly disappointed that more has not been done to secure my release, especially as the four-year anniversary of my arrest is coming up. I was arrested for a crime that never occurred. I'm happy that 
Brittany is going home today and that Trevor went home when he did. But I don't understand why I'm still sitting here. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go home. I just need an airplane to come and get me. Wow, that's hard to hear. She did commit a crime. And within nine months, she's back home about to land in San Antonio tonight. And this man, a U.S. Marine, who who I think is the best of America, not Brittany Griner, is still uh, suffering in Russia. Here to help us understand all of this is John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat. You know he's my go-to guy on anything about national security. And his organization is the only one in America that provides tools to leaders, police, citizens, local communities on how to identify and dismantle threats of all kinds from jihadi terrorists to communist networks and beyond. And he joins me now. Hey, John Guandolo, thanks for being, being back with me tonight. Thank you for having me, as always. I appreciate the opportunity. So before we get into um, this merchant of death and Tom Cotton's comments that people would die because Biden unleashed him, um, can you speak at all? Can you help uh, You know, Paul Whelan understand what happened here with these negotiations? I, I guess I would say I'm not surprised. This, this is, uh, you know, freeing a WNBA player who actually violated the law uh, while leaving a Marine who did not violate any law uh, and leaving the Marine. That is what I would expect uh, this administration to do because it, it does things uh, that intentionally do not support the Patriot movement and do not support the constitution and the, uh, the citizens who seek to uh, be good citizens and, uh, and those people who swear an oath to the constitution and abide by it. So I just got to say that none of this has been surprising at all. Well, and and in fact, that's partly why this is so heartbreaking, because I really didn't expect anything else out of the Biden administration. At the same time that they've been for, for years now, the uh, the deep state has been lying and lying to courts and lying to the American people and being weaponized against Trump and MAGA and anybody in his circle under the phony guise of Russian collusion hoax and how Russia is trying to tried to steal the election and Putin is the most da 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 da. Uh, then they go and they it, who's Putin's puppet? It's Joe Biden from day one of the administration when he shut down the Keystone Pipeline and removed sanctions for uh, for Putin and everything go and, and everything in. Terms terms of Joe Biden's war on energy has been a reward to Putin. And of course, Joe Biden, if we look at the Afghanistan withdrawal alone, was such a horrendous national security and foreign policy absolute disaster that I don't know, it it baffles the mind that he's still sitting in the Oval Office. Um, Let's talk about this merchant of death. What do people need to know about Boot and his history? And and is Tom Cotton being overly dramatic when he says that Americans could die because of his release? Um, Well, there there are always, I believe, at least a couple ways to look at something like this. Uh, Yes. uh, I mean, you can read books about him, uh, about Boot and about his, dealings and clearly a dangerous uh, individual. Um, and I, I'm there's so many pieces to this. First, let's look at the statecraft on the part of the United States. Uh, we're trading prisoners. This isn't the Cold War. We're not uh, trading spy for spy. We're trading an international arms dealer 
for a WNBA player who was so dumb and arrogant, she thought she could carry drugs into Russia. Yeah. Uh, this is not, this is, this is the administration intentionally letting a very dangerous guy out just like they've done uh, around the country by putting their district attorneys in places who then begin going soft on crime, mm-hmm. letting real hardened criminals out on the streets. Until I, I really believe this, Andrea, until the American people, uh, and I don't think, uh, I think there's a good portion of the population that, that won't uh, be able to totally digest this, but until people are able uh, to overcome uh, that kind of mental block, that the idea that everything that, that is happening is intentional. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that includes uh, all that we're seeing here from the Republicans. You know, the, the Republicans are not merely the door openers for the Democrats. They're the hammer. All these things that are happening, these guys who we hold up in great esteem, they, are, they all bear guilt for it. And until the American people recognize that we are going to take back this country at the local county level, mm-hmm. one county at a time, then we are not, I don't think there's a way out of this, barring some spectacular miracle. We're talking to John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat. You're the only one today, and this is why I wanted you on tonight. Thank you for coming same day, because I know how, I know, I know firsthand how busy you are, because I can almost never get John on the show same day. Um, so thank you for being here tonight. And this is why you're the only person that is connected what happened today with the crime on the streets. And it is all connected, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, everything that is, is happening, uh, we can take, you, you mentioned in that kind of string you rolled through, mm-hmm. you, we have to understand, and I believe that, uh, you know, we, are, we have been training citizens around the country. We just did this weekend uh, out here in the, uh, in, the, in the Midwest. And these are people that are very engaged at the state level in politics and in many at the national level. So these are people that are very engaged and they feel like they have a good handle. But when we just lay out for them and put together for them uh, how the other side's doing what they're doing, it's very easy to see that the, our adversaries, the adversaries of liberty, could not be doing what they're doing unless the Republican leadership was actively engaged. I'll just give you one quick example. This whole uh, JCPA and the National Defense Authorization Act, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to get that media manipulation you know, some people are calling it, you know, media cartels. And I don't think that's that's probably a fitting thing. And they were going to put that in the in the national defense bill, which funds our military and national defense. And I saw articles in conservative media that said uh, Mitch McConnell caves to Democrats. And I I reached out to a couple guys that wrote articles for major publications that I know and I've worked with before. And I, and I, my comment was Mitch McConnell didn't cave. Mitch McConnell was the hammer that was getting mm-hmm. other Republicans to cave. Yeah. Yeah. This, the this the is, excuses that are provided as though they're weak. And this is why I've been trying to say, stop calling these these leaders in the Republican Party weak. This isn't about them being weak. This is this is about them being on the side with the Democrats and just not being honest about it. That's right. And I just encourage those people who 
uh, consider themselves conservative, you know, Republicans, like literally the party of Lincoln. Think about all the votes in the last 10 years where we always came up one or two votes short. Mm -hmm. And it's almost 100 percent of the time on the big issues. It's almost as if and and we always heard the same thing. Oh, we almost got across the line. Couldn't get that last vote. Almost as if they didn't want that last vote. You're darn right they didn't. Because they are not Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and George W. Bush, and Mitt Romney, and Dick Cheney. These people are not patriots. They are enemies of the state, mm-hmm. and they're enemies of the republic. Yeah, and and that that's where we are. And they're enemies of patriots because they have publicly called patriots terrorists and other things like this. Meanwhile, by the way, people like George W. Bush call people like Zelensky of the Ukraine. You know, the modern day Churchill. <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, he's raiding monasteries and arresting priests yeah. and shutting, shutting down, down churches. media that talks about him. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah, he um, he shut down uh, the opposition parties there. He turned he, he turned media into state run media. He shut down an Orthodox church and said that it was it, it tried to use some kind of safety, you know, issue. Um, I mean, there it, it's just it's and it's astounding to me, the people that these so-called conservatives in the media. Media that have just bought into the Zelensky is a hero nonsense, hook, line, and sinker. And it's amazing to me. Um, I want to get back, though, quick, before I have to let you go and make sure that people understand that these two things are tied together. This trade for Brittany Griner with unleashing this terrorist on, back onto the world, who back, according to this one article, um, he was arrested in 2010, sentenced to 25 years in prison for arms trafficking, aiding terrorist organ conspiring to kill Americans. That's who he is. He's a terrorist. That's tied to this this crime wave across the country where here in California alone, they're about to unleash 7000 child rapists and child predators on the streets and this no bail policy where they're just putting every, you know, um, violent criminal back out on the streets. And for me, you and I'm going to give you a chance to explain it and connect those dots as you always do far better than I can. But this is the crime wave involving uh, the streets that we have here with these DAs and prosecutors that aren't prosecuting even at all levels, as well as the terrorist stuff. It's all part of the cultural Marxist communist destruction of America plan, isn't it? Absolutely. We can identify those cities in America where uh, bad money, and when I say bad money, whether it's George Soros money or communist money or anti-American money, uh, but a lot of it at, at the DA levels, at the local DA levels, those, that's George Soros money coming from uh, a, a number of his different organizations. These are DAs who are not abiding by their oath, and they go into office never intending to abide by their, their oath. They are part of this effort to create chaos in our communities. And what better way than to uh, hamstring law enforcement? to put criminals back out on the street, to tell criminals, hey, if you steal less than $999 worth of stuff, we're not prosecuting. Uh, That's like our prosecutor in Dallas did something similar. Or if we catch you with X amount of drugs, uh, you know, we're just not going to prosecute, even though it's on the books, Mm -hmm. even though it's a state crime or, you know, and and these local DAs are charging based on state and local statutes. That 
that is intentional. And the purpose of that is, again, to create chaos. Mm -hmm. And the one thing you and I have talked about on this show a few times that I think is really important is we're tying these issues together of freeing a massive bad guy. And that's just simply for this WNBA person. The, the reality is the issue is never the issue. Right. And so they will say it's about something. They will say it's about, well, we're letting them go because, you know, they were over sentenced and it's about judicial you know, fairness. It's about they don't care about judicial fairness. No. They don't care about economic, uh, di- you know, di- uh, divisiveness. They don't care about climate change. They don't care about systemic racism. They don't care about any of this. This is all about creating chaos and the, the destruction of the American system at all levels. And that's what it's so about. At, We're, what it's we got to leave it there, John Guandolo. I'm past the point of a break. I always go past with John Guandolo because he's one of my favorite guests. Understandingthethreat.com. They will come to your community. And we need, we, we, need, we need you to clone yourself, man. That's what we need. We need more John Guandolos and understandingthethreat.com. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Appreciate Thank it. You. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, final segment for this hour. And next hour, uh, coming up, we're going to share with you guys a shocking story about some libraries across the country. Next hour, the Twitter files. We've got another set of files that have been released, unleashed, and we're going to share that with you a little bit later. So don't you go away. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Really, Skins? I'm going to save this Kirk Cameron story in the libraries for later when I've got more time. But the Nutcracker has been reimagined in Key West, Florida. Have you ever seen the Nutcracker Ballet? No, I have, I've never seen it live. I love the Nutcracker. I actually had an, an opportunity. Seen it on TV, uh, but not, not live. I actually had an opportunity to see it in Boston, the Boston Ballet one year during Christmas. Absolutely extraordinary. And it just, I'm not a huge ballet buff. I'm not going to pretend that I am, um, but I just absolutely love the Nutcracker. Why do they have to mess things up, Skins? Why do you have to reimagine the Nutcracker? Make something right? new. Yeah, it's been reimagined in Key West, and, and uh, it's been reimagined to celebrate Key West coral reef environment, seafaring heritage, and it even has free-roaming roosters. I mean, it, there, <sighs> the Nutcracker is about Christmas, and the, and the pageantry, yeah, there's a story involved, but the imagery, the pageantry of the Nutcrackers and Christmas is part of what makes it special. And you destroy it when you got some dude walking around with a piece of orange coral hanging off the top of his head. I mean, is there anything safe left in America that they're not trying to destroy? No, that's why we have Kennedy soundbites. <laughs> Woke, stupid people. Uh, they've got a flock of baby chickens roaming around and a conch shell on top of a Nutcracker. What's that do with the Nutcracker? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. All right, Twitter Files has been a new release. We're going to share with you the gory Twitter details when we come back. Don't go away. It's the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.